0: Hello everyone. Welcome to another episode of Peg City Chat with Nat. This is your host Natalie Bell, and today we're going to talk about life. How are we going to talk about life? Well, we're going to talk about life as it relates to women and how we can flourish. And why I use the word flourish is because I'm speaking with the one and only Crystal Thompson today, who is the owner founder of Flourish into you life coaching, and I'm so excited to talk with her. We've been uh, chatting back and forth, and in person, we've even gone for lunch. But this needed to happen because you guys need to hear about all the amazing stuff that she's doing for women, not only in the city of Winnipeg but beyond. So, everyone, say hello to Crystal. Hello, Crystal. Hello, Peg City,
1: lovely <laughs> slash Natalie. We
0: Thanks should probably so we should that lovely yeah, intro. Yeah, <laughs> you're very welcome. We should probably tell. Tell some folks uh, uh, that they're listening what or how we came to meet each other, which I think is a very cool story.
1: That is a cool story. We were at an awesome local restaurant called Beat Happening, and I was uh, ordering some food with some friends. <laughs> And I noticed you there, and I knew you from Instagram. So that's the life and times we're living in, right? We recognize each other at local restaurants and such through uh, the powers of Instagram and social media. So, Which I think um, is
0: so cool.
1: So cool. Yeah, it's super cool. It's it's an awesome way to use that tool. So I was and, thrilled and to was, meet you in
0: person. And it was great <laughs> to connect, and we we kept in contact. We made sure we were following each other and... And even had the opportunity to sit down and have some lunch together. And yeah. um so yeah, so I just think that is a cool tidbit that the the listeners needed to, to hear about that.
1: Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. See without Instagram I just would have thought you were a lovely woman with awesome hair. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> FYI, I still am. Just saying.
1: Yes, yes, I know. Awesome.
0: But let's let's kind of get into what you do and how you're you're helping women uh, everywhere with life coaching, and it's 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 much more to me when I you know, we've had our discussions, but the more I kind of read everything that uh, is in your newsletters or on your blog, your website, I I recognize that it's so much more than just life coaching. And I really appreciate what you are doing in the city. So I think people need to know who you are and what you do. So if you could just kind of give us a little intro about you and how Flourish Into You came to be.
1: Yes, thank you so much. I would love to do that. So um, I opened up Flourish into you, and when I opened, Natalie, I was just planning to be a life coach. What I was planning to do was help women with prioritizing and time management and all that kind of stuff. But I very quickly realized that although I'm passionate about that, my real passion is helping women to get off the diet roller coaster, um, help them figure out what's really going on in their lives, why they're turning to food, why they're overeating, why in some cases they're binge eating, and um, really work with them to sort out the root of the problem, as opposed to turning to another crazy fad diet. And so the name of my company is Flourishing to You, because I think that, um, you know, as women, we're called in so many direct different directions in this lifetime that we kind of have lost track of who we are and even, you know, simple things that we enjoy. And I find as a woman becomes more of herself, realizes more of what she's into instead of what she thinks she should be into, you know, that uh, that should word, that, you know, that is what is really important. And so that's just a piece of the work that I'm doing with women these days.
0: And just to confirm, you still are working with folks on the time management piece and, and things like that,
1: right? <laughs> totally. It's interesting how it's all kind of come together because, you know, you start your day off. You've probably had a day like this, Natalie, and I have still too. You know, you wake up a bit late. You rush the kids to school, you know you're late picking them up, you rush home, get something on the table for supper, rush with homework, rush to get them to bed, and then you find yourself at 9 o'clock totally depleted, no energy, and so a lot of us will turn to food because we find comfort in that or we think we find joy in that, you know, and we're so used to going back and going back and going back to the food, um, Wherein, if we would take a look at our lives and manage our time and prioritize ourselves a little more, which is kind of foreign to a lot of women, the thought of prioritizing themselves, right, Um, we would not turn to food so much, if that makes sense. So, yes, the kind of the time management and the prioritizing piece is still in there um, as it relates to decreasing the behaviors of emotional eating and binge eating.
0: Right, right. And I mean, Mm -hmm. I, I, you just literally described my everyday.
1: (laughs) Like get out of my head Crystal
0: get out of my head
1: Yeah, it's such a common story for so many of us And, and we think oh I'm a willpower weakling or oh you know I just can't say no to food or I can't say no to chips or brownies whatever the case or even wine where it's really if you boil it down it's not about the food it's not about the wine or insert whatever your vice might be there it's about okay let's just slow down the real issue isn't that you're You know, really, really want to eat a whole pound of brownies, pan of brownies. The real issue is that you need to slow down and take time to yourself and do something that you actually enjoy that would help you to flourish, not scarf down a bag of chips or a pan of brownies. Just for an example, I worked with a client earlier this week and we boiled down that something might as simple as like reading a book of fiction might be enjoyable for her, taking time for herself at nine o'clock instead of just you know, spinning in a frenzy and thinking, oh, I have no willpower. I need brownies. That's not the case at all.
0: No. I know, and it's funny because I think I'm kind of... I think I've done well in that arena where I, I used to be that person, but now I if i do need something i do go to you know like a lara bar or something like that something that i feel is healthier <laughs> right but at the same token right. at the same token i think about the fact that i should be using that time to do something else for myself
1: right something that's going to help you flourish and i mean i that's that's what this work grew out of natalie like i was the woman driving around in my car eating a six pack of tim I was going to say Timbits, it wasn't Timbits, it was six pack of donuts. <laughs> Tim Hortons donuts like you know because I I couldn't deal with the stress in my life properly and all this time I thought oh I just have a really bad sweet tooth oh I can't turn down donuts oh I can't say no to sugar. That wasn't the case at all. I didn't know how to deal with my life and what was going on at hand. So I consistently turned to food and it becomes a habit.
0: Yeah, it's very true.
1: Uh Now, okay,
0: so tell me about kind of your background or tell us all about your background as to what um, how, how you came to this point in your life to be doing life coaching
1: yeah well, the interesting thing is I started uh, my career off as a as a teacher, and so i've always enjoyed teaching people and working with people but um a nine to five type of job just uh just wasn't for me so I retired from teaching at the ripe age of like twenty five or twenty six and um and became um uh, a rep in many different industries I started in the vitamin industry and then sold drugs as a pharmaceutical rep, the legal kind, um, and moved into medical supplies. And then a couple of years ago, I just felt drawn to get my life coaching uh, schooling underway and um, help women in that regard. Because as I said, like, I was a woman driving around in my car eating six donuts. And what saved me from that, and I had huge issues with binge eating, is um is hiring life coaches and really working through what was going on in my life, making me turn to, to food. So um, as I said, I, I didn't see myself going into the, the arena of emotional eating. But, I mean, I know how I've struggled, and I know what it's like to have everything perfect on the outside. Everything, you know, your life looks perfect, but inside you're practically dying Um, Because every night you're spending, you know, eating in front of the TV or binge eating or going on and off another diet. And so I didn't want the struggles that I had, you know, uh, be all for naught or be a quote unquote waste. So it's truly my passion to help women out of those struggles because I know what it's like and I've been there.
0: And that's the thing. When someone has a lived experience, it's so much easier to relate to them and to have that conversation with them because they've been
1: there right? Right, right. And I mean, I could admit openly now that, yeah, you know what, I used to eat a whole pint of Haagen-Dazs chocolate peanut butter ice cream while I watched the the Housewives series in my basement, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, and think, I just don't have any willpower or I just can't quit. And that's not true. Um, you know, it is possible to change. And that's my greatest passion these days is just helping women realize the that change is possible for them, and, um, and it's not all about the ice cream. And there are things we can do to, to help.
0: <laughs> well, and it takes time. It's, a, it's something you got to break down bit by bit right
1: well i think in this day and age you know we want quick answers we we just want to get past this problem really quickly and i think that's why you know fad diets are attractive for so many of us because on the cover they promise you know you'll lose 10 pounds in a week and look at all these people who did it but you know that sets up a whole different issue too where we you know don't give ourselves enough food don't give ourselves enough food and then all of a sudden We find ourselves at the bottom of a Cheetos bag because we're practically starving to death, right? There is is a different way. And, um, you know, I generally work with women for eight weeks once a week, one-on-one, just to really make sure that we work through what's going on. And, you know, the first part of my work with a woman is always figuring out the thoughts behind her her weight issues or her weight journey, I like to call it, and then kind of deal with what's actually going into our mouths. But first we we look at the thoughts and the circumstances leading to to the overeating or the binge eating or the emotional eating and then take it from there. So And you have a variety Yeah, not about the quick fixes. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry.
0: And you have a variety of programs that you offer. So it's not just about cookie-cutter approach to each woman. It's really, you know, let's connect, let's chat, let's kind of get a good understanding of your baseline and we'll go from there.
1: Right, like I I only work with women one-on-one at this point because I did group programs, I did group Coaching programs myself and I'm not saying there's not value in there. Um, there certainly is, but I like to work with women one on one for at least eight weeks. And you're right. Like I don't have a cookie cutter approach. I like to hear what's going on in a woman's life and kind of, you know, design a program based on what is going to work for her. Um, so I always start off before I take a client on just by chatting and hearing what's going on because um, you know, depending on the individual, I'm not for everybody and not everybody is for me. Right. So I Absolutely. like to make sure that I feel like we're a good match and that I can help a woman before I take her on. What is, or uh, she takes me on for that matter. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> I was just going to say, what is, I guess, what is the, um, most significant, I guess, impact that you believe you've had based on everyone that you've been dealing with so far what what's what was kind of the, the 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 clicker that to you was like oh my gosh I'm so glad I'm doing this for people
1: right well you know people think going into working with me that the big the big success or the big outcome the most exciting part is going to be the weight loss and that is exciting and all of my clients who need to lose weight do lose weight but at the end, I asked them to report back to me what was the best part of working together. And it's just, it's not so much the weight loss like they think it's going to be. It's more being able to change their thoughts and being able to change their lives so that they match who the woman is inside. Um, weight loss does occur, but that, that often isn't the most exciting part. And if you're asked me, okay, at the end of a, a you know, your work with a client, what was the most exciting part? It's when a woman sees that she has power over food and food does not control her any longer. I mean, that's what makes me wake up and, you know, pound out a blog, get something posted on Instagram, because, again, I know what it's like to be there. And, you know, just to have the honor to serve and help one woman out of her struggles makes it all worth it to me. So, yes. Weight loss, everybody gets all up in arms and excited about that. But then at the end of our work together, that's not, not usually the most exciting part,
0: right. which is
1: kind of ironic going in, right? So,
0: yeah. But that, that says a lot as well to me. I think
1: so. Mm-hmm. I think so. And I mean, yeah, sure, I could help anybody lose weight. I can put them on a 1,200-calorie-a-day a program. But at the end of that program, you'll have lost your weight, but you won't have lost the struggle right you won't have figured yeah you won't have figured what what is going on you won't have figured that out so um we dig into what's going on underneath first and then deal with the food and uh you know, my goal is, is not to have to work with women every week for the next two years. I want them to be able to learn how to, I call it, coach themselves. That's right. one of the first things I teach them. So you can coach yourself out of anything if you have the skills. So I teach that first, too. So, yeah, I, I have, that's a very long answer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, but a great one. It's really important to be elaborate in your responses because people would want to know that, right? Instead of giving speculation, they can actually... Actually understand where you're coming from but I do have I'm curious yeah. because I'm sure people are curious why only women
1: <laughs> I haven't been asked that before Aha. <laughs> um, uh-huh. you know um, I think men and women um, are just so different and the way men and women approach food and eating is just so different um, I, I just have a passion for for women um learning to put themselves first and um, learning helps, that as- helps that you
0: are one as well
1: <laughs> yeah I am a woman first of all but um but yeah I, you know I love men I'm married to one I have uh, uh, three boys two stepchildren and one biological son so I, I mean I love them, but my passion is to work with women and to understand. Like, I think that, by and large, men have less of an emotional attachment to food. Um, I mean, I know that some men struggle as well, but I think, by and large, it's more um, women who share this um, emotional attachment and emotional eating issues. Right. Yeah. But I don't want to say that men don't struggle as well. Don't don't no, uh, I don't want any all. emails. <laughs> I know there's a struggle there, but I think I think that this is a huge struggle for women and I think it often goes um you know, it goes by and women just hide it and they think they're the only ones struggling with it. And um it's not true. There's lots of us who have struggled or continue to struggle.
0: Absolutely. Now yeah. you're in Winnipeg, good old Peg City. So yeah, we only you, live
1: a couple miles from each other. Yes.
0: How do <laughs> yeah. you reach people beyond Winnipeg? Like, because obviously you're working within people people within Winnipeg, but I noticed that you have a few testimonials from people that are outside of Winnipeg. So how does that? Yeah.
1: Work? Yeah. Well, most of my work happens over the phone. So the beauty of that is I can work with a woman anywhere. So I've had clients find me from Japan. I've worked with a client in South Africa or a couple in the United States. So, I mean, that's the beauty of technology that we spoke about at the beginning of our talk here today, right? People find me on Instagram or wherever and and uh, or on Facebook or just through my blog and uh, we have a chat decide we want to work together and then you know we do it all over phone or sometimes even over Skype.
0: That's awesome and I mean mm-hmm. technology can be a blessing and a curse right so we've got <laughs> we've got this I mean you and I chatting right now by a conference call um, mm-hmm. you have Skype you have the ways to see people through video FaceTime those types of things so it's great but at the same token That same social media and technology is what's creating some of these pressures for different women, Um, and I mean even for myself. And not particularly related to eating, but when I think of other blogs that I follow, etc., and I'm thinking, oh, maybe I should be doing that, or maybe I should be doing that. It's really, it's really easy to fall into that trap of those social pressures Um, on Instagram when you see all these folks, you know, oh, I just had you know five burgers, but I look you know real thin or whatever. Um, so it's it's those types of things that, that can be a little uh, daunting for people. So it's really good for uh, services like yours where they can just pick up the call or pick up the phone and they have that instant connection with someone who is a direct support with them, but also not biased, right? Because I can talk to my sister or, you know, my aunt or something, but they, they've known me since I was little. They, they have a different viewpoint. They're, they have their own right. biases. Whereas you, if I'm speaking with you, as much as we know each other on um, you know, social media and those types of things. You don't really know everything from when I was a little kid. So you can you, you provide green, fresh eyes for my situation and you'll enlighten me in different ways because you'll take those that feedback that I'm giving you and be able to turn it into something else. So I really appreciate the fact that yeah. even with our own little chat that we had a couple of weeks ago <laughs> There was a lot of things I was able to take away and take a look at my own life and what I'm doing. So I just want to say thank you for that.
1: Oh, that's awesome. I'm really glad to hear that. I'll just share a a real quick tip that I got from one of my teachers. But um, she says compare almost always equals despair, right? We compare ourselves to another woman or even in this day and age to somebody else's feed or somebody else's blog, Right. And it leads to despair or thinking we should be this or we should be that. Right. Whereas if we just stay in our own lanes and, you know, that's that's a lot of the work that I do with women, too. Like, oh, I should love, you know, to I don't know, clean my own house or I should love to, you know, have all these people over. Whereas maybe that's not really even what you like. Don't compare that to you know, what another woman even finds joy in? What do you really find joy in? And you know what, sadly, it takes some time for some women to figure out the answer to that question. Yeah. Right? Because we we set ourselves up for this compare and despair mode, you know, so often. So what I tell women to do is, okay, let's say in your instance, you find a blog that you really like instead of or, you know, you want to incorporate, I don't know, whatever it is, instead of you know, going into compare and despair, okay, well, what is it about this person that I really like, or I'm really, quote, unquote, envious of? And what can I do in my own blog, or my own life, or my own business, you know, so that I can get the same results, something like that, instead of just going back to that oh you know this person ate five burgers they're still thin I can't eat five burgers I'm not thin I suck at life (laughs) I should go eat a pan of brownies right like it's kind of it's cyclical too right it's very
0: cyclical yeah Yeah. but I I definitely want to kind of just jump to your blog for a second because sure. so funny i happen to be in the midst of shark week actually i'm at the end of shark week and i always tell people this what they're like what's shark week i'm like aunt flow <laughs> you know monthly period you know it's menstruation folks um and you wrote about that this uh this last week i think it was and i did i, thought I you love talking it.
1: about the show i hadn't heard of it. I love <laughs> Network, it. I'm sure. Okay. Anyway. yes, yeah. yeah. You know what? That uh, I finally was like, you know, what? I'm, I'm going to write a blog about periods and whomever wants to read it, men, women, whatever, children, they can <laughs> read it and take away what they want. So I'm glad you enjoyed that one. I really did
0: because it's funny. Over the past few years, I've always had that approach where I'm craving something salty, craving something sweet, da, da, da. And I just turn into this you know for five days straight i'm just like Ugh, right but yeah. um through some just my own process of healthy living and, and wanting to um ensure I'm you know living a healthier lifestyle I noticed that certain things were starting to change how my period was happening Um, and so I started removing those cravings I started making sure I work out during that time I made sure that I have that healthy protein in the morning or just before bed. you know those kind of things so it was really great to read um, your thoughts on making sure that it's it's about you ladies that yeah. time is that time is your time too. Just because those five days something's happening to your body, think about what the, the purpose of that is. Think about the fact that it's it's your it's your body still during that time. You take charge of it. Right?
1: Yeah. I yeah, like yeah.
0: I just want everyone to Thank read you. that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I had reread this awesome novel, uh, the red tent, which is loosely based on on some biblical characters, but what I really took away from it this time is how women really celebrated getting their their periods every month. They would go into the red tent with with each other and just relax and rest and take really good care of each other. And then they would emerge from the red tent when they were done with their periods, rested and relaxed, or something. And I thought, man, I'd like to. Emerge from my period, rested and relaxed. And so I suggest, okay, the first thing we need to do is actually mark down when it's coming, so that all of a sudden, when we're starting to feel twinges in our body or in our behavior, we can look at our calendar and be like, okay, all right. And we're so socialized to think, oh, my period's coming. I need, I need to eat chocolate because I, I get such bad cravings. Well, really,
0: exactly. Uh, Who's right? telling you that? Is society telling you that? I don't know,
1: right? So it's a mindset. It's a reminder to take really good care of ourselves all the time, but especially during that time. I like to think of it now, as, as, since I wrote that blog, which is only a couple of weeks ago. Out with the old, in with the new, right? Yeah. And so, it I. Yeah, it's totally changed um, my mindset too. So um, read The Red Tent, read my blog. <laughs> I it, loved it, uh, it was great. I think it's a good one, yeah. It's resonated with a lot of women, so thanks for bringing that up.
0: Yeah, um, when I think about mindset, I think that's, that's the big thing that I think is one of the strengths of your business and what you do is because... Again, like I said, you and I went for lunch, and it was a short period of time, but it started to change my mindset in regards to things that I have going on in my own life, right?: Yeah And yeah. I love well, that 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 is the type of stuff that needs to be, you know with your tribe of women this is what this is what needs to happen is that we need to change each other's mindset to to look at things differently not always it's not always going to be positive but look at things differently because we are emotional beings we do have uh those situations occur but i really appreciate that as well because uh, it's it's really a mindset shift Would would you agree
1: I would totally agree. I mean, as it relates to the world of eating, or overeating, emotional eating, like, for years, I just thought I I had an unusual appetite for a woman of my height. And so when you walk around the world believing I have a huge appetite, I have an abnormal appetite, well, what's that going to lead to? Yeah. I think you have no choice, you have no power, because you have this unusual appetite for a woman who's 5'4", right? Right. And so you eat and eat and eat. It's... it's, it's Thoughts like that and pinpointing them and seeing what is resulting from those thoughts, that can be super helpful. Or just even, I used to say all the time, like, I used to think I had this huge sweet tooth, and when people would say, hey, Crystal, do you want a cookie? I would be like, yeah, I've never met a cookie I didn't like, right, but <laughs> was kind of my way of diffusing the situation because I was uncomfortable with my weight. I was uncomfortable with the fact that I, I couldn't at that time just eat one cookie, right? But it's how we relate and the things that we say to ourselves that are so important.
0: Exactly. So, so important. exactly. You know, yeah. and I, I again, the, the great thing about that, the fact that you're in Winnipeg is that I can see you when I want to see you. <laughs> <laughs> but I also know that you have some events that you work on and stuff as well.
1: You want to yeah. share about
0: some of the stuff you got coming up?
1: Yeah, thank you so much. I would love to. So I speak in the community fairly, fairly regularly. Um, I just, you know, my passion is to get the word out for women that there is um, a different way, and um, you know, you don't have to starve yourself with crazy diets, and that you know may not be the answer. Um, In Winnipeg on October 28th, um, I'm doing a workshop in conjunction with Carrie Hofford. And for those of your listeners who are local, they'll probably know that she's this like awesome boudoir photographer based in Winnipeg. But she does work all around North America. And so I'll be leading um, the first part of that workshop. Again, it's in Winnipeg on October 28th, um, from I think 10 till 2 is what we planned. But I'll be leading the morning workshop and being I will share my. Um, Five best tools for dropping diets and, uh, and flourishing. And then we'll have a bit of a break. And Terry is an expert in, um, body image and in self-love. And, uh, she is just a dynamo. And so, um, we have named that workshop, um, Diet Culture Dropout. So if anybody's interested in learning more about that workshop, it's www.dietculturedropout.com. And um, my information is all there. They can email me for more information. And we're just taking a small group of women so that women can feel safe and supported and also get the coaching and the help. Um, that they need and that's already starting to fill up so um, I would recommend for people to check that out right away
0: wonderful so mm-hmm. I will not only include that of course this is on this podcast in the description of the podcast I'll make sure that's in there but at the same token this will also be published on my blog and Facebook and stuff as well so um, I'll, awesome. get, I'll make Thank sure you. to add all those links in um, mm-hmm. for when uh, this gets uh, published for sure
1: Awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'll send all that over to you. Wonderful. So
0: as awesome. we, as we wrap up here, I kind of, I always ask this question of people because I, Ooh. I, um, <laughs> I always want to know, I'm like, what? So I know what I was asking, but what do you want people to know about flourishing tea? What is something that maybe they won't get directly from the website when they look at it what is it that you really want folks to know about flourishing to you? What's really, really significant and important for you to know, for them to know?
1: You know what, I just want women to know if they take away nothing else from our chat today that, you know, change is possible. Um, it is possible to escape the trappings of the diet culture and it is possible to become a woman who does not eat six donuts in her car or eat a <laughs> pint of ice cream in her basement like I never believed that change was possible and it totally is and um you know you just have to find the right resources or the right the right help and um and yeah just the encouragement and the acknowledgement that uh, I see you I know I know what it's like um and um and it's possible to make your way out of that crap. I use the word crap a lot because (laughs) it's crappy. It's crappy It is that you have no power over food or you can't drive past that drive-through window or you can't turn down dessert or that you have an unnatural appetite for your size. It's crappy. And, um, you know, for a lot of us, for me, for a long time, I lived in shame. Um, It ruled my life just my obsession with eating and dieting and losing five pounds and gaining back 10, there is a better way.
0: Absolutely. I love it. Yeah. I'm so <laughs> grateful that we've met. I'm so glad we have yes. our, our connection now. Yeah. really totally appreciative of that. I say that a lot because I, I truly am. I mean, it sounds like I said a lot, but it's because it's true. So I just want to thank awesome. you for your time today.
1: Thank and you.
0: for those of you listening, um, the website is flourishintoyou.com, F-L-O-U-R-I-S-H, of course, into you, yo as well as on Instagram, Flourish Into You. Please check out her blog. Crystal has a great blog. I Like I said, The Red Tent and the um, uh, the recent blog she posted about that, I loved it. It was it just instant connection for me. <laughs> because I was going through it, and so it was just great timing. Um, but there's absolutely. so much more that you can learn about Crystal on her About page. You can absolutely connect with her via phone or um, on her website. She has a, I believe it's connect to call, or how does it say here? Let me just look real quick. It's,
1: yeah, it's a connection call. Connection so call, just, that's uh, Fill out an application, and we'll have a quick chat over the phone. No shwarmy sales pressure. I, you tell me where you're at, I'll tell you how I work, and if I think I can help you, and then we'll go from there.
0: Perfect. See, folks? Awesome. This is how we do in the city of the peg. <laughs> <laughs> that is us. Awesome. We're the real deal here. <laughs> That's right. No, no fake crap here, as you say, crap. No nonsense. Right? That's right. Yeah. So yeah, thank you again exactly. so much for taking the time. I know we're both busy mamas running to and fro doing what we got to do for the rest of the day. It is the weekend. And again, just a reminder, the Diet Culture Dropout is on Saturday, October 28th. The link will be available and the graphics as well. Crystal will get those to me as soon as possible so we can get that posted and share with the world. And awesome. make sure that if you're you're in that mindset right now, just it's one quick phone call, it's one quick look at a website, you will be enlightened. Believe me, I already have, and I'm I'm just it's been what a couple weeks. <laughs> so thank <laughs> well, that's you.
1: that's awesome. Thank you. you yes, thank,
0: thank you, you so much, Crystal. I really appreciate it.
1: Okay, we'll talk again soon. Have a great weekend.